Harbinger here. Welcome back to Superhero University. This is Lesson 14, Motive Matters. Superheroes don't perform for audience applause. Rather, they take action simply for the cause. Superheroes don't need fortune or fame. Rather, they are motivated only by love. Why do superheroes do what they do? If we examine their origins, we will discover that they had life-changing events which altered their perspectives on life, aligning their beliefs with objective reality. Essentially, the origin of the superhero is the testimony that led to a new life. To put it plainly, superheroes do what they do because they know why they do what they do. The power of the why compels superheroes to continue when they might otherwise want to quit. But the power of the why can only provide the drive, not the direction. Think about it. Even evil villains possess a powerful why and are driven to succeed. What determines direction is the motive. Motive matters. Your character is your compass, and if your character is not Christ-like and is not in alignment with the absolute moral standard, your misaligned motive will point you in the wrong direction. Truly, the heart is the start. Many criminals creep around in the darkness of night with a why that drives them to accomplish their selfish goals. In the 1980s, serial killer Richard Ramirez received the nickname Night Stalker because most of his assaults took place at night in the victim's own homes. Batman also operates in stealth and uses the darkness to his advantage, but he does so in order to accomplish good rather than evil. The difference is found in their motives. Criminals are driven by only one of three common motives, power, money, or sex. However, Batman, like many other superheroes, is motivated by the biblical principle of loving others and hating what is evil. See Psalm 97.10, Proverbs 8.13, or Amos 5.15. There is struggle from the moment of birth. Seek pleasure and promote self-worth, or seek God and pursue purpose while on earth. To those who try to let the light shine through while the darkness tries to cover you, don't give up. Don't give in. Don't stop believing. Happiness can be found, but it starts from within. The silent screams from your soul are heard. Romans 8, 26-28 Every sigh and tear exudes unspoken words. The right intention can still travel in the wrong direction. All that is now concealed will soon be revealed. Matthew 10, 26-27 Take a stand. Stand to be who you're meant to be. It's not sex or drugs that makes the rock roll. It's not cigarettes or alcohol. It's not about being famous or having money, being on a magazine or TV, the fancy clothes you wear, the style of your hair, the huge estate you bought, or the expensive car you've got. It's not about the audience applause. It's simply about doing it for the cause. We do what we do because it's right. Our reward is in knowing we've done what's right, and now you know. In the ESV, James 4.17 says, So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. 
In Matthew 6, 1-4, the supreme superhero said, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So be a secret agent. Superheroes typically have secret identities, which we will discuss in Lesson 22. Those superheroes usually have secret identities in order to protect themselves and or their loved ones. We, Christians, can have secret identities for the sole purpose of loving others without expecting anything in return. Acts 20.35 says, in all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. So give, pray, and fast in secret. Why? It's not about what we do, but why we do what we do. The motive matters. Consider the following scriptures and meditate on their meanings as I read them to you. In the NASB, 1 Samuel 16.7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For God sees, not as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Proverbs 16.2-3 says, all the ways of a man are clean in his own sight, but the Lord weighs the motives. Commit your works to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Proverbs 21:27 says, The sacrifices of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with evil intent? Romans 8, 5-8 says, For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace, because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-7 says, Now this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Philippians 1.15 says, Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. 1 Thessalonians 2.4 says, But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who examines our hearts. And James 4.3 says, You ask and do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. So consider this lesson to be your job interview for the position of a superhero. Would you still be a superhero if you 1. Never received recognition 2. Never received any reward 3. Never received anything in return or 4. 
suffered criticism, pain of persecution, or even death? If you're unwilling to sacrifice, go above and beyond the call of duty, never quit, never receive praise or rewards, and face the possibility of persecution and or death, then you're not cut out to be a superhero. You can still be a hero at some point, but you're not a superhero. And this is why many are called, but few are qualified. In the NLT, John 13, 4-8 says, So Jesus got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Being a superhero is not a glamorous lifestyle because it involves sacrificial love and serving others. The supreme superhero told us that if we want to be the greatest, then we will be the greatest servant. Matthew 23, 11, Luke 22, 26. In 1 Peter 4.10, Peter shares the same message with the others because he finally understood what Jesus did when he washed Peter's feet. It is written in John chapter 6 that Jesus performed a miracle and fed 5,000 men with only five loaves of bread and two fish. The next day, a large crowd followed Jesus across the lake to Capernaum. When they approached Jesus, he told them that they only wanted to be with him because he fed them. Jesus called attention to motive. Soon thereafter, Jesus told the crowd that he is the bread of life and that the perishable things in life, such as food, are of little concern. Essentially, Jesus preached the same message found in Matthew 6.33, People are to seek first the kingdom of God. Motive matters. Superheroes are not to be concerned with what they can get from serving the Savior. This isn't about us. In John 6 verses 61 to 69, Jesus essentially told the crowd that if they are not following him for the right reasons, then they should not be following him at all. Many took offense to what the Savior said and they walked away that day. Jesus turned to the twelve disciples and asked if they would also walk away, but they remained with Jesus, knowing he is the supreme superhero and savior of the world. I challenge you to ask yourself if you're truly willing to do whatever it takes to be a superhero. What is your motive? What is your why? Why do you want to be a superhero? Think about it. And remember, motive matters. Without the right motive, a person will inevitably burn out and back out if he or she doesn't first collapse and crash. Are you in it to win it? Will you burn out and back out? Will you collapse and crash? Or will you refuse to lose and rise above by living a life of love? Motive matters. In Acts chapter 8, Philip went to the city of Samaria and preached the good news. While he was there, he cast out evil spirits from people and even healed some people. A man named Simon had been a magician there for many years, amazing the people with his magic tricks. The people in that area believed him to possess a special power, and they listened to him because he astounded them with his magic. However, Simon, seeing real miracles of God worked through Philip, became a believer in Jesus. Reflect on what is written in verses 13 to 24. 
Then Simon himself believed and he was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Well, let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, May your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gifts can be bought. You can have no part in this, for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts, for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, that these terrible things you said won't happen to me. Now scripture never tells us what happened to Simon. Did he get his heart right with the Savior? Did he come into alignment with God's will? According to some figures of early church history, Justin Martyr, Irenaeus, Jerome, etc., Simon did not get his heart right with the Lord. From scripture, it is evident that Simon's motive was a desire to possess power. As a magician, Simon was able to recognize real power. Simon was considered the best at that time until he witnessed Philip performing real miracles. It is true that Simon believed the power performed by Philip was greater than his own, but it is also true that Simon went through the motions of being a believer because he desired to possess this power himself. In verse 9, it is written that Simon told people that he was someone great. But how could he continue to boast about being great unless he possessed the power of God? Simon was seeking power, not salvation. Simon desired to receive for himself, not so that he could give freely to others. Truly, he desired to be the greatest magician, not the greatest servant. Simon's motive was not pure, and because his heart was not right with the Savior, Peter told him he could not be one of them. So ask yourself, is your heart right with the Savior? Is your motive pure? What is your motive? Why do you want to be a superhero? All superheroes are motivated by their love for others. If you believe that no reward is required in order to sacrificially love others, then you possess one of the qualities of a superhero and you just might be one someday. Join me next time for Lesson 15. Thank you for listening to Superhero University, the ultimate superhero training manual. This entire training course, all 43 lessons, will be absolutely free of charge to all people who desire to become superheroes. However, in order to continue long term, we do rely on listener support. If you would like to partner with Superhero University as a financial backer to ensure that we can train up as many future superheroes as possible, you can give either a one-time or monthly tax-deductible donation by visiting pointlessthorns.wordpress.com or by simply clicking the link provided in our bio or about us section. May God continue to bless you as you continue to bless others.